What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Ride in NFL DFS podcast. I've been away for a little bit. This is the first podcast in about a week that has dropped. Uh, about a week ago, we did a little UFC talk with John Kelly. Apologize for the hiatus. You know, I was getting out about two or three podcasts a week there in quarantine. Actually, got a new job over uh, the last week or so and just needed to get my feet wet and make sure everything was ready to go for you know my new place of employment, moved school districts. Unfortunately for the Ride in NFL DFS podcast, it is my my neighborhood school district and my commute to work is about two minutes now instead of twenty. So you know I'm gonna have to find a different time to do the Ride in NFL DFS podcast. I might have to circle the block or something. Uh for the 2020 season to have enough time to get you the lowdown on the NFL DFS picks for the week. Nonetheless, I will get it to you. I'll make it my mission. I'll sit in the I'll do I'll do it in the bathroom if I have to. So today, um, what we're going to talk about, uh, and over the the course of the next few days, I am going to do a, a slew of podcasts about my favorite NFL prop bets that are on the board at different books so you can get some money down on some futures. Obviously, these are still in the balance because who knows if there's going to be a full NFL season and most of them are void if that doesn't happen. But anyway, there definitely is some value on the board and if we do get 16 games with or without fans, I think there's some really good numbers on the board right now. First though, I want to tell you about drafters. Drafters is a new best ball site that I am absolutely in love with. I'm cranking out drafts over there. It is completely awesome. It reminds me a lot of draft. Um, the interface is very similar. The scoring system, the uh, roster construction, very similar. Um, I am absolutely in love with it. I've been playing. I've been cranking out drafts as fast as they fill over there. And they have given me a promo code to pass along to you for a 50% deposit bonus up to $100. So... Um, if you deposit $100, they will give you $150 to play with on draft. Obviously, you can't cash that right out, though. You have to you know, play with that money before you can cash it out. But uh, it is PAT, P-A-T. So go over to Drafters, sign up using my promo code P-A-T when you deposit. And they will give you, uh, they will match your deposit 50%. Um, on a hundred dollars on a hundred dollar on up to a one hundred dollar deposit. It's that time of year. Let's start best ball drafting. Ping me when you do. I'll get in the same drafts. We'll have some fun with it. Uh, but make sure to use the promo code PATPAT when you do over at Drafters. All right. So today I want to talk about comeback player of the year. Now there's some favorites that I think um, you know have a good shot at winning it. JJ Watt. Obviously, you know, pretty much up there with Aaron Donald as one of the best defensive linemen in the league. And coming off injury, I think he has a really good shot if he puts up some gaudy stats, which he's been known to do. And then obviously there's Ben Roethlisberger and Rob Gronkowski. So I feel like those are the those guys are the odds on favorites. They're the biggest names 
And, you know, these are voted on. So a lot of times name recognition goes a long way. But I think I have some semi-long shots, one long shot on FanDuel Sportsbook, and then some, you know, middle-of-the-pack odds that I think are really, really solid bets. Um, The first one I want to talk to you about is Derwin James. Um, He basically only played a month of the season last year injured, so he's going to come back to a stacked Chargers defense. They went out and got Kenneth Murray. You know, they're loaded up. Joey Bosa, they have an unbelievable top-to-bottom defense. Uh, One of my favorite players in college, Drew Tranquil. You know, just a scrappy kid out of Notre Dame that uh, is all over the field. So I think, you know, Derwin is... One of the main reasons that I like Derwin is how versatile he is. If If you watched how the Chargers used him when he was healthy and when he was on the field over the last two years... I mean, he is, you know, he's at free safety. He's coming off the edge. He's in coverage. He's, uh, they, they put him at linebacker. He's everywhere. A very versatile. So I think he can rack up statistics. He's could rack up sacks, tackles for loss, picks. If he stays healthy, um, I think this Chargers defense is going to be a force to be reckoned with. And right now on FanDuel, he is 33 to 1, plus 3,300 to be the comeback player of the year. That is just way too high. Uh, his odds are, uh, you know, and if by comparison, other places he's like between 10 and 20 to 1. So I think there's a ton of value right now on FanDuel at 33 to 1 for Derwin James uh, to be the comeback player. And I think the Chargers might take a little bit of a step forward in, in terms of, of, you know, win-loss record. So that only helps his chances as well. Then we have A.J. Green. Um, he's a player that I've owned in Dynasty and Keeper Leagues like my entire life. My my league with my buddies, it's a Keeper League, but there's no limit to how much you can keep a player. I've had A.J. Green on my roster since he was a rookie, so I have a special place in my heart for him. So maybe this is a little bit of a homer pick, but you know what? This is a bet on health. It really is a bet on health because if he plays 16 games, In this offense, with Joe Burrow, who's coming off one of the most immaculate college football seasons of all time, um, I think he can go for 1,200 and double-digit touchdowns. And seeing how he's been nagged with injuries over the last few years, if he plays 16 games, hits those milestones that he's used to hitting in 16 games in a full season, A.J. Green has a really good shot at being the comeback player of the year. I've seen it at him anywhere from like 9 or 10 to 1 to um, up to about 18 to 1 in certain places. So, I mean, shop around for a line, get it as high as you can. But I really think that that's a good number on A.J. Green. And the last one is Matthew Stafford. Um, he's, he's usually hovering around 15 to 1. Um, and like I said, shop around. Books are going to have different lines based on the money that's coming in. You know, I've seen him pretty low, too. I've seen him around 10 to 1. He's usually in the neighborhood of A.J. Green, or they're kind of like opposites on each site. Um, But between 10, 20 to 1, find the best line that you can. Listen, Stafford, in the first half of the year that he played last year, he the scheme just seemed to fit him so well. They were pushing the ball downfield. He was throwing the ball. You know, at times I thought Stafford was, you know, had become somewhat of a check down machine. Um, 
in previous years, but they were really throwing the ball down the field last year. He has a plethora of weapons. I mean, Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones are just red zone monsters, and Galladay can really stretch the field as well. TJ Hawkinson at tight end is a huge target for him. And then Danny Amendola in the slot running around like a crazy man. I know he's about 35 years old, but you know he he's an he's a valuable asset to a quarterback just to move the sticks and you know keep those yards and those yards from uh, racking up and keep the chains moving. And then I think they really helped Stafford out in the draft. DeAndre Swift, in my opinion, and you know by most metrics, is the one of you know up there with Clyde Edwards-Helaire, the best pass catching back to come out of the draft. So now they've added a really good pass catching back, and also Quintus Cephas, who, um, you know, a lot of people think is a, is a late round sleeper. So he has a ton of of weapons, and he already showed in the back half of last year, or excuse me, the front half of last year, that he could really um, put up stats in this current offense that he is running. So if he stays healthy, if AJ Green stays healthy, and if Derwin James, um, you know, has a, st- a statistical season that he's capable of having with the way the Chargers use him, I think those are three great picks to return some value on uh, comeback player of the year. They don't necessarily they aren't necessarily the favorites, and they are you know priced the way they are because they're not you know likely to happen. But I think right now the odds that they happen are a lot better than what they're being offered at. Uh, certain books and you know the other thing for Stafford is I really think the Lions have a shot at being competitive in that division you know the Packers fumbled and bumbled their way through that draft they didn't really get much better Um, you know the Vikings lost Stefan Diggs I feel like they've gotten they got a little bit worse on on offense as well and then the Bears man the Bears are the Bears great defense but uh, you know their offense is still sight unseen with Nick Foles and Trubisky whomever they trot out there so I think the Lions can be a lot more competitive than they were last year and if their win-loss improves kind of like if the Bengals win-loss improves kind of like if the Chargers win-loss improves so these are three teams that I think the team as a whole is going to improve and then that lends itself to the comeback player of the year coming from that team Derwin James, 33-1 to 1 on FanDuel is probably my favorite bet. And then, you know, shop around for a price on A.J. Green and Matt Stafford. I think those are three really good comeback player of the year props uh, to, to try and find some value and, and hope they hit. All right, stay tuned. I'm going to have some MVP episodes. I'm going to have some offensive, defensive rookie of the year, things of that nature uh, coming up within the next few days. And then next week, I'm going to talk to Chris Allen, Mike Beers about some best ball. So we're just going to keep trying to crank out this content for you here on the Ride In NFL DFS podcast. Enjoy your weekend.